Welcome everyone to the Entertainment Buffet podcast feed. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Prosek. Before I jump into this mini episode, I'm just going to go ahead and start off the bat and say that Entertainment Buffet has a sponsor, right? Like all the professional podcasters do, uh, we have a sponsor that is Zenny Optical, uh, Z-E-N-N-I Optical. Uh, this is a place that I uh, personally have purchased probably 15 different pairs of glasses from over the last like three to five years. Um, they are a company that you just go on their website, you know, you get your prescription from your doctor, uh, you put in, you know, some measurements that you can just take at home with like a tape measure and uh, you pick your glasses and you can find some pretty awesome glasses for less than $100. Uh, if you're watching the video version of this, I'm wearing a pair of Zenny Opticals. Uh, they have uh, glasses with blue blockers, which is good for blue light if you're someone that works on a computer all day like I do for my day job. Uh, they also have transition lenses that, you know, transition to sunglasses um, and or you can want to get prescription sunglasses they have just so many styles I have prescription sunglasses from them I have uh, all different kinds uh, I'm someone who I don't want to spend $500 on one pair of glasses like uh, Luxottica the monopoly that owns most brands and glass uh, provider glasses providers Zenny is a place where um, these pair that I'm wearing um, I believe were $60 and these have blue blockers. Uh, they're super comfortable, they're very light, so they don't pro you know, push on the bridge of my nose, which is big. Um, and yeah, I just love the way they look. So if you are someone who's interested in Zenny Optical, please click on the link in the description of whether this is on YouTube or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening, the link will be in there. If you purchase glasses from Zenny, a percentage of that will come to Entertainment Buffet, which we would really appreciate. Um, so yeah, please check that out. I wouldn't have them be a sponsor unless I truly was someone who was a customer of theirs. Uh, I that's that's the thing. I I, I don't want to just have sponsors just to get money or to get something for the podcast. Uh, I reached out to them to be a sponsor because that's how much I enjoy their products um and if you just honestly if you look at and my instagram at brandon Prosec, any pictures of me for the last like three years i'm wearing a, a pair of zenny glasses whether they're blue orange clear sunglasses those are zenny i have so many it's not a problem if it's good uh <laughs> so uh check that out i gotta had to get the sponsor out of the way um and let's just dump uh, jump into this mini episode guys so um yeah, elephant in the room. Jess and I have uh, not been able to record episode 100 for uh, a while, uh, unfortunately, due to health concerns that Jess has had uh, been battling recently. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I'm going to allow her to talk about that specifically on her own when she does her mini-sode. Um, so a new format we're bringing to the Entertainment Buffet podcast because, you know, we love doing episodes for you guys, but we only want to do them when we feel like we're at our best, and that's kind of why we've been on a hiatus. Uh, we wanted just to 
feel good doing the episode, not just do them to do them. Um, and you know, I, I don't want to podcast with someone who isn't feeling well, you know, that's, that's, that's not fun for me. The whole point of the podcast is we have fun. Uh, so hopefully you guys feel like you're having fun with us opposed to just because, um, we're not trying to fill some quota, but, um, yeah, so we've been away for a little bit and we've kind of been thinking what's a way that we can continue having content for the podcast come out on a more regular basis uh if we can't record full episodes on a regular basis with our schedules because for those who don't know i'm in the chicago area and jess is in the denver area so we're in two different states uh we have a different time zone we have different work schedules so what was a way that we could get more content out to you guys on a regular basis. Um, one segment that we've been doing for a few years is what we've been watching. Uh, that's where her and I usually every episode go over recent movies or TV shows we've been watching, whether we like them, we didn't like them, recommend it. We try to, you know, uh, get our co-host to watch it if it's something we really like. Um, it's a segment that we both love doing, um, but also sometimes can be like a third of the episode because <laughs> we just have so much to talk about. So we decided that instead of having that be part of the full episodes, we're going to now do mini-sodes where I will uh, do an episode talking about movies and shows that I've been watching since the last time we talked. And then the following week, Jess uh, will release a mini-sode on her own, uh, providing updates on what she's been watching. And then we'll kind of alternate. Um, there will be things that we both watch together that we'll want to maybe discuss in a specific film or show, whatever that may be. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's something that you can catch on the Entertainment Buffet podcast uh, feed if you're someone who just listens to audio, or these will be available in video form on YouTube, Entertainment Buffet YouTube. So yeah, guys, um, that is something that we're looking forward to doing. It's something that, you know, at least three to four mini-sodes coming at you every month. Um, we, we don't have a for sure release day every week. We don't like to schedule a specific thing because like let's be honest guys uh when i listen to podcasts i don't <laughs> listen precisely on the same day they drop you know it's it's when you're available to listen to them so um yeah uh, we have those coming your way. We are going to be recording episode 100 soon. Um, we're just starting October. I'm recording this on October 3rd of 2021, which uh, is my four-year divorcery. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm accepting uh, gifts for my four-year divorcery uh, on Venmo at entertainment-buffet or entertainmentbuffet at gmail.com on PayPal if you'd like to give me a four-year divorcery gift. Uh, some people have, and I'll just say, if you do gift those uh, Venmo or PayPal uh, accounts, the, that money is going to go to Entertainment Buffet. And one thing that we're working on right now is a passion project of mine, which is a comic book. Uh, and we have an artist in Britain named Fiona Oakley who's crushing uh drawing out the first issue of a six-issue comic book that uh, I wrote. Um, so, yeah, uh, basically that money isn't going to go, like, to my pocket to, like, go fuck around with. It's 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 going to creative stuff that I want to get out in the world and get to you guys. Um, so, anyway, let's, yeah, let's jump in. What have I been watching lately? You know, it is October, so I think I'm just going to kind of skim over what I watched in August and September. 
Um, so first I'll start with movies. Movies I did watch in uh, August. Uh, I did see the new uh, The Suicide Squad, which I'm, I'm tempted to just do a specific video or audio podcast episode on The Suicide Squad. It's directed by uh, James Gunn. And uh, yeah, I then... <laughs> Not long after, uh, I think the day after, watched the original Suicide Squad from 2016 because my partner had not seen that one. And I wanted to show her the comparison because for a movie that has pretty much the same title, made five years apart with some of the same actors, you can just see the absolute contrast of quality. Just sheer quality difference i'm sorry i'm gonna sound like a hater for the 2016 david air I, I i'm not blaming david air himself because i know that the studio finagled warner brothers finagled with what he wanted his vision to be if you don't know there's plenty of articles and interviews he's talked about that where he was greenlit this script and this direction and then deadpool came out and it was a fun rated r violent movie that did big numbers and they're like hey can you make it funny like this funny violent is what made this work and he's like well that's not what i've been going for so that's going to be like two different conflicting visions and then their marketing team uh displayed a fun <laughs> violent trailer with queen song which i think everyone was just distracted by queen and that's when everyone thought it was going to be awesome just because they thought the trailer was good but if you really watch that trailer and watch that first suicide squad you see why it was not well received <laughs> but i will just talk about the new suicide squad which was exactly what suicide squad should be it is violent it is fun it is dark um you know, it kind of gets a violent... It's kind of like they tried to marry Guardians of the Galaxy with Deadpool, um, which I know that uh, I'm not saying that James Gunn was just copying, you know, his own previous work on Guardians of the Galaxy or Deadpool, but I think based on the vibes I've always gotten from the Suicide uh, Squad comic books is that is the tone that they've always been. You know, um, he really made a movie where you didn't know who was going to live or who was going to die. Uh, it had me cracking up in the theaters. It went to some dark places. But one thing I'm going to say about the Suicide Squad movie uh, is I don't think everyone is fully understanding how many political messages that James Gunn was actually putting into his movie. Like, if you really look at the true villain of that movie and the things that it is saying uh, about you know politicians in certain countries and certain views uh yeah it just that's the type of movie i want i want to have fun uh sure there's some cool action for those who want action that's not my number one thing i thought it had great character moments it was fun it had some good messages behind it and just overall like i don't know what else you would have wanted out of that type of movie um there are, of course, people that are saying, oh, it's like the best comic book adaptation movie ever, or some saying that it's whatever, it's a, just a different version of Guardians. The guys, <laughs> like, 
You got to stop comparing things to either be the best or the worst. You got to stop comparing one thing to another. You got to just go into it and enjoy the ride because James Gunn takes you on a really fun ride. Um, so that's what I'll say about that. Um, I can always talk about that further if some people want to hear my thoughts on a uh, comparison of the two Suicide Squads only five years apart uh, almost to the day and just one I'd give an A A plus and the other one a D minus at best. <laughs> and that's not me being mean. That's not me being a hater. That's just uh, straight up watching the two a day apart and seeing how different they are. Uh, so yeah, um, and and I will say, if anyone's curious, if you haven't seen the new Suicide Squad movie, you're probably wondering, do I need to see the other one in order to understand this? And let me answer that question. No, you do not need to have seen the one from 2016 to understand what happens in the one in 2021. Uh, even though some of the characters are the same, here's the thing, guys. Over the years in comic books, we'll just say with... Um, you know, a character that everyone knows, Spider-Man. Spider-Man has been written by countless writers at Marvel over the years. Um, there have been different versions of him, whether it's uh, race, gender, um, timeline, uh, just different versions of Peter Parker in itself. Um, you don't need to read the others to understand the others you know and that's what i feel like it is with suicide squad is david ayer made his version over here um here's a suicide squad by james gunn um, you know same similar characters similar premise but two completely different authors with a completely different vision uh so that's what i'll say about that is you don't need one without the other um, it's basically just reading a set of characters done by a different creative force um, one which is just I'm sorry, superior. Um, but yeah, anyway, that is uh, what I, the first movie I saw in theaters uh, since the pandemic. So August 2021, I hadn't seen a movie in theaters since January or February of 2020, which crazy to think about. <laughs> um, other movies I saw, I saw on Netflix, uh, the movie Tig, a documentary about um, her life and things that she's gone through um, in relation to her comedy and her personal life. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, Rory Scovel, uh, Live Without Fear, is a stand-up special he released on YouTube where uh, what was interesting about this stand-up special is that he recorded, I believe it was five or six shows, you know, like a Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday, I believe, where every show he didn't have material that he went up to just do. He went up to just play around and see what happened and pretty much improvise a special every night. And uh, then he just like kind of took clips from that for this special. And yeah, it's uh, a lot of fun. It's on YouTube for free, so check that out. Uh, I saw Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for the first time. Um, insanely stacked cast at a time where I don't think a lot of those actors are super known. Um, I saw Paddington for the first time, which was just a delight. Um, and then uh, moving on, I did see uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings in theaters. The first time I had, uh, you know, seen a Marvel movie uh, since Endgame, you know, uh, or no, what was the last Marvel movie that came out in theaters? Oh, I did see Black Widow early in the summer. Never mind. Um, <laughs> that was the first movie I saw in theaters. Uh, scratch that. Um, but yeah, Shang-Chi was a lot of fun. It has a very 
um, unique uh, place that it goes. You know, it thinks it, it kind of makes you think the story is going to go this way, and then they do just go in a funky uh, direction that I enjoyed. Um, not my favorite Marvel movie that they've ever done, but I enjoyed that it was a new character that we haven't seen for the last like 10 years over and over and over again. Um, God, so I am working on, I mentioned earlier, my comic book. It's a Western monster movie. So I've been trying to watch some old Westerns and I saw the train robbers with John Wayne, uh, atrocious, <laughs> just straight up atrocious. Out of the hour and a half that movie was, no joke, it felt like an hour of the hour and a half was just them riding their horses and the camera just showing them riding. And I'm like, is this like a documentary for this uh, area that they're filming? Like, this, there's no story here. Um, and then they do a twist in the last 30 seconds that is like makes you think differently. But then there's no payoff. So it's just an unwanted twist. And when I mean 30 seconds, that's not an exaggeration. I mean, twist happens, 30 seconds go by and then credits and it's just awful. So don't watch the train robbers. Um, I saw Blade Runner 2049 for the first time. Um, not a huge Blade Runner fan. <laughs> I love Denis Villeneuve. He's one of my favorite directors. Um, he also did Arrival and Prisoners and Sicario. Uh, but Blade Runner 2049, it was kind of a slog for me. Visually, great, just like the first Blade Runner. Visually great, story, nothing to write home about. And um, I'm sorry. Uh, I think Ryan Gosling had some great acting. Harrison Ford was just Harrison Ford. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I watched The Magnificent Seven, the original one from 1960. Uh, that was actually a pretty good Western. Um, and then recently I saw on Hulu uh, Vacation Friends. This is with uh, Laurel Howery, uh, John Cena, and I'm going to look up the actresses' names. I don't know them off the top of my head. Um, and I want to give them credit, Meredith Hanger and Yvonne Orgy. Uh, don't Orgy. I don't know if that's how you say it, but yeah. Um, Vacation Friends on Hulu. That was a lot of fun. Comedies have been struggling when it comes to movie releases uh, the last fucking 10 years i'd have to say go listen to episode 93 of the podcast where i have josh johnson and logan nielsen on and we talk about it like comedies are just in trouble um but this uh besides game night and i think palm springs are the most recent comedies i really enjoyed like this was a lot of fun there were some twists some turns um lorel is a comedian that I was fortunate enough to see in person in Chicago before he got get out and started, you know, kind of taking off uh, with his film career. Uh, super nice uh, guy in person, hilarious on stage. And I'm just so glad to see him getting like leading roles because I believe his uh, how quick he's able to deliver things is just, I don't know, something that you can't be taught. You know, it's just something that's funny. Um, so, yeah, uh, Vacation Friends. So those are the movies I've watched over the last couple months. There were some other movies that I'd seen before that I rewatched again. Um, but, yeah, uh, TV shows that I have been watching. I watched Loki on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's a six-episode limited series. Um yeah, it's it's good, you know. It goes some places that 
when it first starts, I don't think you think it's going to go there and it gets weird and it's unique and it's fun. Um, it, it is interesting how the way it ended, it seems like they're totally just trying to set up the new big villain for the future Marvel movies, which I'm fine with, but, um, yeah, it's, there's only so much you can do with time travel, you know, and that was a time travel based show, uh, that can get, you know, just funky, but time travel it's just gonna happen it's gonna get confusing and weird but um, i had fun um it's it's not my favorite thing uh but you know if there's gonna be a tv show about loki i'm glad it was just like six episodes owen wilson was great um other tv shows i have been watching i also recently watched um the first few episodes of reservation dogs um that is uh a new show uh fx on hulu which um taika watiti is one of the kind of like showrunner or not showrunners but the co-creators um and it takes place in a native american reservation uh with some kids who uh are kind of like criminals but then want to kind of uh help protect the town in a way it's just a fun show i think all the actors involved it's so fun to see just tons of fresh faces because i feel like the thing that frustrates me with some tv is they just decide to put the same people in everything and it just gets repetitive this is a unique show and i'm so glad that it's happening i hope it gets picked up for another season um i'm going to keep watching the first season um also, I have seen the first few episodes of Why the Last Man, which is a new TV show that they've adapted after the graphic novel of the same name. Um, it came out, I think, 02-ish. Uh, it's like a 60-issue um, comic book series, Why the Last Man. Basically, every living being with a Y chromosome dies suddenly, except for um, the lead, uh, one of the lead characters, Yorick, and uh, his pet monkey. Uh, otherwise, the uh, world is just ruled by, you know, women or trans men, and uh, like what that looks like, where just literally half the population dies suddenly. Um, I like premises that are really broad like that. Um, it's sort of post-apocalyptic in a way, um, but uh, not fully there quite. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to it because I think that the actors that they've cast, they have a good set of characters. Uh, I am going to pick up the graphic novel to kind of see where that, um, kind of where they differ. Um, one uh, that I recently you know, watched was Umbrella Academy. I read those graphic, uh, comics, graphic novels, but also watched the TV show. And I loved how they were similar, but also different, but they still felt like the same tone and same energy. And, uh, that's the main thing for me. I'm not someone that is, when you look at adaptations, that things need to be exactly like this way. It's just, if you're going to make changes, they have to still, in my eyes, be in line with the vision of the story, um, for it to still make sense why that choice was made. Um, so far, since I don't know why the last man, the novel, uh, from what I've heard, a lot of the castings are pretty accurate, but yeah, we'll see, um, how that goes. Uh, I, I, I like 
seeing the cast uh, is all, you know, all females except for one guy, you know, and but they do address uh, trans characters because it's not just a male female thing. It's, you know, all beings with the Y chromosome. Therefore, there are trans people who are alive. And I, 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 I'm just glad that the show addressed that because if they just said male female thing, then there's clearly people that are like, well, we don't fall in line <laughs> with that. Um, say what you will. But anyway, um, other shows that I watched, um, for those who are wrestling fans, I have been keeping up. I always read the results or at least watch highlights of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite and AEW Rampage. Um, I did go to All Out live in Chicago uh, in September. That was incredible. Um, so wrestling fans, um, if you watch WWE, don't it's just bad i'm sorry the wrestlers are talented but the writers and vince mcmahon being in charge of creative it's just it's not going to get better until he allows the wrestlers to actually do what they're talented at which is storytelling in the ring and let them wrestle the matches they want to wrestle um whereas like AEW lets their wrestlers cut their own promos, lets them wrestle the matches they want. They make everyone feel important, and even when characters lose, they still feel important. But anyway, that's a little wrestling aside. Um, yeah, uh, so that is what I have been watching for the last couple of months. Um, I would love to hear recommendations or anyone's thoughts on, you know, things that I named. What did you think? Um, uh, and would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, so, yeah, Jess is going to be at some point dropping uh, what she's been watching. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, and, and these mini-sodes, guys, they're not going to be, you know, uh, always this long. Sometimes they're going to be short. Sometimes they'll be longer. It really depends how long we're going to want to talk by ourselves <laughs> without having you know, someone else responding. Um, but yeah, uh, that's what I've been watching. Tell me what you've been watching, please. You know, like, subscribe, share, all that stuff with Entertainment Buffet. It's really appreciated. Um, yeah, and we will talk to you guys next time. <laughs>